Welcome to my podcast on everything about health. I'm your host, Becca, and here we will be discussing basic information on every topic. We will cover everything from physical health, spiritual health, and mental health. No topic is off All guest appearances welcome. This platform is to bring back the freedom of speech and allow everyone to feel their voice matters, no matter what the circumstances are. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. I hope you all had a chance to listen to last week's episode of taking time away from social media. I find that very important to disconnect, get away from all the stimulus. If you have not listened to last week, please go ahead sometime this week, go back and listen, take time away. In fact, it was awesome. I unplanned doing two days of non-stimulus. Monday, I went out and saw my dad, who lives quite a bit away from me, and I didn't realize how much I disengaged from my phone. Plus, I hadn't seen him in a while, so it was taking time away from electronics and spending time in person with him and my cousin. So it was really wonderful to just have some good quality family time. As the week progressed, I found myself more and more talking to a lot of people, actually, about this one subject that I wanted to bring up. And I touched on it first in the very, very first episode of overcoming fear and your self-worth. And it dawned on me this week that we are always going to have that fear inside of us. We aren't always going to walk in this blind faith all the time. Some days are going to be better than others, right? Like some days, we're going to feel like we can take the world on. We're going to feel like we are unstoppable, that nothing is fearing us. If you're a Christian or your belief is in God, that God has your back, he's never going to fail you. Or, you know, if you're a different type of religion, you can base it off of your higher power of whatever you choose to believe. That's not always the case. There are going to be bad days. There are going to be days that come in and they're going to totally wipe you off your feet. And you aren't going to expect it. And you're going to do everything in the book to get back on track, right? Like you're going to do some affirmations. You're going to journal out your thoughts. You're going to devotion to your Lord. You're going to say all of the right things. You're going to mentally challenge yourself all of the time. And you're going to push through. And there's still going to be that fear. And what I found talking to a lot of my peers, friends, others, everybody, is I'm not good enough. And I really could relate to that saying, I'm not good enough, like a self-worth thing. And it made me think again, back to my first episode of not feeling good enough to start my, my nutrition business, not feeling good enough to get away from my nine to five, not feeling good enough to start a podcast. However, that doesn't stop there. That feeling still kept going on and it still keeps going on. Like if I go to do something now, Just because I'm in a different part of my life doesn't mean that it totally went away and I'm 100% cured and I have all of this self-confidence and I feel so magical and I'm walking on rainbows and clouds all the time. Nope, not at all. In fact, the last two weeks have been the most challenging in life for some unknown reason and I've had a lot of life hit me. And when you're in that moment, 
you forget. I don't care who you are. You could be the best guru out there in the world. When life smacks you in the face in that pivotal time and in that right there in that moment, you freeze. It takes quite a bit of time for you to step back and put into play all of your practices. It takes talking your thoughts out to somebody you trust to see, oh, well, that actually sounds pretty ridiculous. But if you don't talk it out, if you don't write it out, if you don't get it out of your own mind, it keeps replaying like a constant wheel. Oh, I always think of like a projector of a movie. It just keeps playing over and over and over again. It's really ironic. Started reading this book and it's pretty powerful, actually. I have to read it in chunks. For whoever is out there reading The Power of Now by Eric Hart Tolle, I hope I pronounced the name right. If I didn't, I apologize. And you sat and read it like within a matter of two weeks to a month. You're incredible. My hat's off to whoever's out there that did that. This book has so much in it. It has so many nuggets. It has so many little bits of information. It has a lot of powerful things that you have to sit back and absorb. And it I'm not going at it at a fast pace because it's like an onion. I'm peeling it back layer by layer. And one thing in this book it talked about was silencing the noise in your head, that your head plays tricks on you. And so every time I find myself rolling the movie over and over again, and I fear I'm not good enough, or something's going to go wrong, or this is not okay, or something, I start bringing myself back to now. What's going to make me feel good right now? Do I need a snack? Do I need a drink of water? Do I need a hug? Do I need to pet my dog? If that doesn't help somebody, I'm sorry, but it totally helps me. What is it in this moment of time do you need to feel good? And then stop the noise, stop the movie. I don't even care if you push pause. You don't even have to stop it. You push pause, but just bring yourself grounded to this moment of time. Don't think about what's going to happen in five minutes, two days, five days, 10 years. Think about this time in this pivotal second. Just focus right now on what you want and what's going to make you feel good. And sometimes the answer isn't always simple, right? Like, I would like a million dollars. That would make me feel good, right? I think that makes anybody feel good, but not necessarily. That's not going to solve my problems. And then if I had it, would I really do what I want with it? No, there'd probably be something stupid I'd do. So let's kind of rewind and go back to, let's not think materialistic on what I need right now. Maybe it could be something very mental that you need right now. Maybe you need to take a nap and refresh and restart. Maybe you just need to write down some things that are actually going right in your life. Started doing this thing at the end of each week. It was reflecting on all of the great things or biggest accomplishments I made throughout that week. And at the end of the month, what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a reflection on the month and write down all of my major accomplishments of the month. I think I talked about this in episode two or three about reflecting on the year. And I always used to wait till the end of the year. 
and I would go backwards and I would see each month what my accomplishments were, what were my greatest things, and I would go through it at the end of the year. Nope, no more. After these last two weeks have flipped me upside down and put me back upright, I have now decided at the end of each month, I'm going to start counting my accomplishments and my blessings right now. Why? We get so caught up in what we're not doing right. I was talking to somebody the other day, and they were very upset that they weren't in this perfect mentality. And it was so odd because in my eyes and in my sight, I see them as perfect. Okay, let's be real. Obviously not perfect, but to me, they seem flawless, right? They always have their flaws, but I put so much on them that like they are a good looking person. They are intelligent. They have so much going for them in life. They're surrounded with love. They're surrounded with wealth. They're surrounded with so much amazing things that in my eyes, I see them as very well off. And they don't see that. They see all of the imperfections. They see all of the things going wrong. They see all of the things that aren't going right. And it just takes one teeter-totter effect to make the domino effect just fall down. And that's not fair. That's not fair to us in life that we have one domino that teeters off the edge and it knocks down all the rest of our dominoes. And then all we see is what's wrong in life. And we can get so caught up in that. I mean, I feel the saying misery loves company is to a T accurate. And it's so easy to attract negative energy once you're feeding it. It's so easy to keep feeding negative energy. And it's so hard to feed positive energy. And it's so hard to stay positive all the time. Trust me, everybody looks at me like I'm Little Miss Rainbows and Sunshine and Butterflies. And Becca's always in a good mood. Becca's going to be the one to totally bring us up. Becca's always positive. No, wrong. Becca has bad days. (laughs) And Becca struggles too. And sometimes those bad days, I need to just punch a wall. I mean, guys, if we look at zodiac signs, I'm an Aries. I am a fire sign. I burn and I want to burn stuff. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's who I am. Have I channeled in the last year and a half how not to burn people? Yes. I find myself very level-headed and not hating people as much, which is amazing because I used to be very aggressive. Now I just get really angry at a situation and I get really frustrated with the situation. And then that's when the movie in my head plays because I am also an era of millennials, right? I want it now. Give it to me now. That's not going to work. And I know it's not going to work. However, in the moment of my weakness, I think it's going to work. And I think I'm going to get that answer now. And it's not always that pretty. And it's not always that simple. And then when I do get the answer, and it's like a week or a few days later, I just laugh and I giggle at myself. Because I'm like, I could have waited. Why did I need it then? Now is fine. It's fine. I promise you, there's so many things in life that are going to knock you off of your cloud nine. It's not always going to look very awesome in life. You're going to be doing great. You're in, I love this saying. My friend said it. 
you're going to take your foot off the accelerator. And then life is going to hit you a little hard. And if you don't just steady cruise control yourself through life, it's going to look pretty messy. But eventually there's going to be a traffic jam. There's going to be a halting stop. Those lessons in life actually make us better. Those lessons in life that bring us to a halting stop and create that fear of us not being good enough or something not going right or whatever that fear that isolates you and freezes you in that moment to think that you're not good enough or that something isn't right. Work through it. Dig deep. I like to play the why game with myself. And think of like a five-year-old. Think inside your head, you're a five-year-old and you're talking to a five-year-old. And you say, well, I don't feel good enough. Why? Because I think I'm going to fail. Why? Well, I've never done that before. Why? Because I've never had an opportunity. Eventually, the whys are a little bit hard to start answering the questions. Just so flip it and ask a different question then at that point. So like, how? How can you do better? And then what I always end up doing is I'll ask myself, what if you do fail? What happens when you fail? What's the worst case scenario that's going to happen if you fail? Nine times out of 10, it's really not that bad. And nine times out of 10, if that one situation I fail on, I probably have plan B, C, D, and E as backup if I fail. And that really helps subside the fear. And I bulldoze my way through that plan. And then ironically enough, it works. And when it doesn't work and I really do fail, I have to constantly remind myself plan B, C, D, and E. Because once you fail, that's where that negative energy starts creating. And then you can think, well, there it is. I failed. I'm not good enough. Might as well just quit. Might as well just stop. Don't. Don't do that. It's okay to fail. How are you going to get great? You even see it on social media and you hear it on other podcasts. The greatest people who have made the best difference in our lives have failed. Do you think scientists just decided that, boom, their experiment worked? No. No, it didn't. They had a trial and error. There's that word, error. They had to have errors. They had to have failures. They wouldn't know it worked if they didn't have failures. And then they just kept reformulating it. And that's okay. Athletes. Do you think athletes became athletes overnight? They just put on a pair of shoes and boom, they were the best football player, basketball player, volleyball player, crossfitter, whatever. No, <laughs> they had to fail. My bodybuilding hobby, I almost said career, hobby, my bodybuilding hobby. Do you think I just woke up one day and I had all of this sass and all of this confidence and I could just go up on stage and just show my physique? No. The first show I ever did, I was terrified. I was super depleted, by the way, because back then, 
the common thing was don't eat all the way up and then you have a little bit of carbs and go on stage. It was horrible. Don't ever do that. Please eat the day of show. If your coach does not have you eating the day of show, we probably should do an episode on that because that's not okay. Anyways, my first coach gave me this little tiny bit of pre-workout. It was like this little, I wouldn't even call it a shot. It was like a quarter of a shot, right? But I had nothing in my system. The adrenaline in the pre-workout kicked in right as I went on stage. I had fun. I had a blast. I was shaking. I was scared. And then out of 39 beautiful women, and I want to paint the picture that my first competition, I only had about, I don't know, two and a half, three months to get ready. And I was in no way, shape or form ready for what I was going to do. And I cheated all the time, by the way, my first prep leading into competition. I cheated all the time. I snuck cookies. I would eat gummy vitamins because I said they're vitamins. I can have these, but they're loaded in sugar. I would take little bites of food here and there. I wasn't in anywhere disciplined as I am now when I go into prep. Anyways, I placed ninth out of 39 girls. To me, I felt on top of the world. And then, of course, the stage bug bit me, and I just kept going show from show from show. And we'll make that an episode maybe next week where I discuss my journey through bodybuilding and how that went. But if I didn't face my fear of getting up on stage... I don't face my fear every time. If I didn't have my silly flaws of posing awkwardly for the for the first three shows, if I didn't have my failures of nibbling my first show, if I didn't go through all of the poor coaches that I had in life, I wouldn't have gotten to know what was right and what was best and what was the best way for me. I wouldn't have known if I didn't fail. You've got to fail to learn the best method. And that's why fear can be the most traumatizing thing that keeps us from being our best potential. We just keep getting stuck in our loophole of a movie with fear. When in reality, we don't need it. So I guess the biggest thing and the best takeaway you can do is it's okay to have fear. It's okay for fear to come into your life and it's okay for fear to stop you in your tracks and freeze you. What's not okay is to let fear win. Plow through it, bust through it, talk to somebody you trust and that you can vent to and get your thoughts out onto paper or text message or column, whatever it is, bust through that fear. Maybe it's not somebody you can trust, but maybe you can do what the power of now says. Check in. Check in on that moment right there in time. What do I need? Is this fear being fueled because I'm hungry? Is this fear being fueled because I'm overly tired and overly worked and I can't think straight? What do I need to feel good at this pivotal moment right now? And what's going to make me feel safe? If that means going to a part in your house or a favorite location in your hometown, or maybe it's a little bit off of the radar scale. Maybe it's a few hours outside of your hometown. Wherever that valuable place is and whatever makes you feel good, start there. Clear your head to where you can then focus on busting that fear 
and don't be afraid of failure. Fail. Fail a thousand times. Fail a hundred times because I guarantee you the minute you fail, you're going to get back up and you're going to know what not to do. And then the next time you do it, it's going to be better. And then if you fail at a section of that second time, guess what? You're going to get back up and the third time, you're going to do it better. And you're going to keep being the best until literally you're just growing and learning and people are looking at you for advice. And sometimes you're going to find somebody else who's going to give you a piece of advice to make it even better. Don't ever stop growing. Don't ever stop learning. Don't ever stop failing. Keep going in life. Life is going to happen. Dark moments have to happen. Think of the rain in the sky. We wouldn't have beautiful flowers. We wouldn't have beautiful plants. We wouldn't have awesome fruits and vegetables if we didn't have dark, rainy clouds. That rain. And they rain hard. And it's kind of scary. Sometimes you think the windows are going to bust through. Sometimes the windows do bust through. Sometimes there are parts of the country that weather is so terrible, there's damage. Best part, you build back up again. You get back up again. So please, if you are having a tough time busting through that fear, or maybe you're not right now, but you're going to listen to this and maybe a little piece or a little nugget is going to stick with you. So the next time fear comes busting through your head, you realize, okay, let's take it on. Let's bulldoze this. I'm made for this. I'm going to do this. I hope every one of you embraces life with all of the fear, all of the failure and all of the beautiful mess, because that's what creates success. And I'm super excited that we're heading into the spring and we're going to start seeing some warmer weather, hopefully. And I'm really excited that you guys tune in. You guys give me great feedback. You guys come and talk to me about everything. You guys literally make this podcast what I love. So I hope you guys have the best week ever. And I will talk to you in March. If you like today's podcast, please make sure to subscribe and listen every Friday. Like, comment, and share so others can enjoy just like you. 